Hello, and welcome to Voices at Play, an actual play podcast focusing on games by marginalised creators, played by marginalised people. Today, playing with me, we have Alexis. Please introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Alexis, my pronouns are she, they, and I'll be playing Ayla from Horizon Zero Dawn, their pronouns being she, her. You can find me at Twitter under at GameSeizure. And I am working on a couple of games of mine. You can check them out there. Cool. Next up, we have Pidge. Hi, I'm Pidge. I use they, them pronouns. I also have a Twitter, which is at Teal, at T-E-A-Y-L. We can see a few of my projects, including a podcast that is soon to come out. Exciting. And last but not least, we have Azazel or Ty. I'm Ty, my pronouns are he, him. I'll be playing Evan. Their pronouns are he, him as well. You can find me at Satan Says Hi on Twitter as well as Azazel on Instagram and fun stuff like that. I'm currently working on nothing yet, but stay tuned, I promise. Ah, excellent. And I'm Sarah, or you can call me Milmo. My pronouns are she or her. And you can find me on Twitter at heart underscore of underscore time. I'm a writer and comic book artist currently working on NPCT, which is a comic about elves, orcs, and other magical creatures running a tea shop in modern day Wales. And I'll be your host and game master. Today, we'll be playing Interstitial, Our Hearts Intertwined by Riley Hopkins of Linksmith Games, a powered by the apocalypse tabletop RPG about our connections with other people, the power we draw from those connections, and traveling to different worlds. Now, with all of that out of the way, would you all like to introduce the characters that you'll be playing today? I think we kind of did in that intro, but if you introduce them and the book you'll be playing, um, one by one, we'll go in the same order. So, um, Alexis, I know you said you'd be playing Aloy. Correct. And I am playing her uh, with the book of the anachronism, and I have um, two light links towards um, both my party members. Excellent. And I think Pidge was next. Yeah. Uh, so how's this for self-promotion? I'll be playing uh, Jupiter from my podcast. They use they, them pronouns. Uh, I won't voice act them as well as Ari, who's their normal voice actor. Um, they're within the Book of the Light because they're so bubbly and keen to learn and quick to trust uh they have a light link with evan and a uh, mastery link with aloy excellent and last again sorry ty but um who will you be playing uh i'll be playing evan which is sort of an oc but it's loosely based on the maple story class evan because i'm great with names he has a Light link with both Jupiter and Aloy, as well as a heart link with dragons, because reasons. <laughs> Excellent. So, without further ado, I think you should get to playing. Um, so the game that we'll be playing tonight focuses around you guys traveling from different worlds, kind of in a... Um, 
a quantum leap situation, which prior to the game, none of you guys said that you knew of, which made me feel a million years old. Um, so basically, you're finding yourself traveling from world to world, completely out of your control. And in each universe, you're finding yourself um, fixing a, or circumnavigating a certain problem. So you've been traveling a little while with each other. So you kind of know each other, but and you know the situation, but it's still kind of fresh. The excitement is the, um, the excitement of travel is new. So, to this world, um, you guys land with a thud. The thick fog that you've come, become familiar with that heralds your travel between worlds puffs out beneath you as you hit the polished metal floor, dissipating into the dimly lit room. Something's not right. Your arrival is masked by the room shaking and shuddering, sounding as if wherever you are is being rocked by, by a collision nearby. Around you, the crates, crates upon crates are stacked high to the roof, stretching out in, the, in an aisle before you. It's difficult to see if there are other aisles either side of you or how big this room actually is, but you can hear a voice not too far from you. Oh no, oh dear, and a scrabbling noise. It's somewhat cold, kind of like the room itself is a bit refrigerated. The lights flicker and there's a, another collision and the crates ra rattle ominously as the room sways. I wonder where we found ourselves this time. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's in these crates? So it's, it's still kind of, this room is still kind of dim. And as you look at the um, crates to um, either side of you, they're stamped with strange symbols, which seem to shift and change before your eyes um, into words that you can decipher. Printed on the side are, is kind of a code says BB and then a colon, 04 and then a dash, 0976. Destination, Modron 6. There's also a tiny little hole that's covered, covered up with glass like a peephole to the side. And this is the same on every single. Jupiter is so good to look in that. <laughs> a little tempting hole for you to peek through. Mm. Um, and this is the same on every crate and they're stacked up high. Um, when you look through, it's kind of dark inside, um, but you can just make out what, what's in there. It seems organic, perhaps some kind of fruit. And you can make out that it's all the same kind of fruit. Um, and they appear to have five points like a star. I think it's a pointy fruit, guys. Um, a fruit? A pointy one, yeah. <laughs> Not sure if I feel like eating it though. How do you know it's a fruit? I mean, it's. It might not be. You, you can look in, but. Some kind of vegetable, perhaps. <laughs> it looks organic. Is it accessible? Can we, uh, can we reach for it? They seem bolted shut. These crates are metal, and they have kind of rivets at the side. I mean, we're not going to steal from them anyway. You can certainly try to open it. If you have some kind of tool or anything like that. Well, before you do that, I'd like to do deep dive. Excellent. Go for it. And I have um, also the ability, as it was foretold. Ooh, what does that entail? Uh, if I roll over seven, I get an extra question for free. Nice. Go for it. So let's see. Eight. Ooh, brilliant. Over seven. What are your questions? So uh, the first bonus question is, what happened here recently? So, ooh, that's a difficult one. Um, the lights are flickering um, and there are collisions outside. This is some kind of hold. These are, pro these are um, food uh, uh, 
uh, rations. Um, and it seems to be that this is um, some kind of emergency lighting up ahead. Um, that's why the lights are flickering. Um, and uh, so what was the question again? Sorry. Uh, what happened here recently? What happened here recently. Um, it's a hold, so um, it's been stocked with stuff. Um, but it seems like there's something outside that is attacking this ship or hitting the ship and has caused it to go into lockdown. Like, that's why the lights have cut out. Of, 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 it's on such minimal lighting. Does that help at all? Does that answer the question? Uh-huh. And and for the road question, I am going to pick what is the best situation uh, way out of this situation. There's a number of things you could do. There is a voice that you heard um, that you could probably um, speak to. Um, there's maybe not a best way to sort out this situation. You can try and open one of these boxes if you wish. Um, there's also probably a door up ahead. You could try and get out of the room. Um, but yeah, you heard a voice. You could investigate what that voice was. It's entirely up to you. <laughs> Aloy is gonna go over towards the voice then. Um, it's still there's still that scrabbling noise, and you could hear them going, "Oh dear!" And there's another ra- big rattle as the room lists to one side and then suddenly writes itself. Um, and all of the crates rattle on- ominously. Um, you kind of you reach the end of this aisle, and as you look to the right. You can see that there's a figure up against the wall, kind of bracing one of the crates um, and trying to strap it down. She's quite small. She seems humanoid. Um, and she hasn't seen you yet. And she's struggling trying to keep this box um, attached to the floor. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, she's really struggling. Um, uh, hello there. Is, is everything all right? Ah! Oh, um, hello. Oh, and she turns around. And you get to see her for the first time. She is indeed a human, but it seems like she is um, not entirely human. Um, patches of her dark skin are covered in golden scales, mainly along her left side and covering her left arm and hand entirely. Her right eye is magnified by an enormous battered metal eyepiece. And she's wearing dungarees. Oh, um, hello. I don't... Are you crew? We need to get this... We need to get the um, cargo... Um, bolted down as soon as possible. We're not through the asteroid field yet. Who are you? <gasps> We're in space. I'm Aloy. Um, asteroid field? Wait, you aren't crew. Are you pirates? <laughs> I don't, I don't have anything. I don't have any money. And she like, she's backing up against the wall. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not pirates. We're not gonna um, harm you. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Okay, um, well then, your crew then. Wait, you know where you are, right? Where are we? Oh no. Oh, oh. <laughs> Thankfully, she looks like she's absolutely gonna, like, freak out. Um, there's a final rattle, and a voice comes over the speak. There's some kind of voice that you can hear. Um, asteroid field navigated. Code blue. She gives a really long sigh of relief. Oh, oh goodness. Oh, we survived. <laughs> and the lights flick, come on a bit more strongly. And you can see that there are about five aisles and um, a number of crates have burst open and are on the floor. Um, and they are all containing these star-shaped fruits. <laughs> oh, oh, thank goodness. Oh, wait, so you're not pirates. 
Oh, that's good. I didn't want to die today. <laughs> um, oh, but that's strange, though. How did you get here? Uh... <laughs> well, it's a long story, I guess, but we just appeared. Hmm. But but we're here to help, you know, if you yes. need help. You're here to help? Yes. Oh, yes, we, we really could do with help. Um, a lot of the crew have already um, jumped ship um, after we lost somebody on the first asteroid field. We're trying to make the Jefferson run. And we're only about two-thirds of the way through. We've still got so far to go. Anyway, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um... My name's Amalia. Amalia Gali. What are your names? Uh, I'm Jupiter. Nice to meet you. Um, Amal... Amal... I'm Evan. (laughs) Amalia. Amalia. You guys, I haven't seen much of... And you're Aloy, right? Aloy? 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 Aloy, yes. Aloy, okay. Um, I haven't seen much of the universe yet, but I don't really recognize what you guys are wearing. And your Galaxian is really good, though. Oh, okay, um, well, I suppose if you're here to help, um, there's only three crew left. Um, I need to get all of this, uh, all of the cargo stocked back up if we're ever going to make it to, uh, Modron 6. Um, this is a, uh, I suppose I better start at the beginning. This is the Keridwen. Um, we are a, um, an aid ship. Um, we're trying to get to Modron 6 and help them because they are having, um, it's a big famine. They've been attacked, they're, um, terraforming uh, equipment has failed and they've been driven underground. We need to get them food, otherwise they're all going to starve. It's a bit stressful. But um, yeah, there is th- we have only three, three crew members left, but hmm, I'm not explaining this very well. Oh no, they're terraforming equipment. Did they also have a Hades that went out of control? A what? A Hades. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> I am not an engineer, so I don't know. <laughs> well, if you don't know it, then maybe it's not <laughs> the case. Um, well, I so are these like um, resources for those people? Yes, we have food, um, and behind us we have there's a uh, a number of other ships that are helping evacuate. We are the first vanguard to um, provide. We're a small ship, so we can get there faster, and we can get them food while they wait for everybody to be evacuated. But, um, yeah, we have... Um, uh, I don't know what to do with you guys, because I'm just the deckhand. I'm gonna... I'll have to secure the rest of this cargo, but hmm, you could maybe... Well, let me give you a hand with that. Oh, really? Oh, I don't know. Um, okay. Um, I'd like you all to roll a link for Amalia, please. Uh, sure. you made a friend. Because I remember how to do that. <laughs> so you need to roll two dice and um, choose whether you're going to have a light link, a dark link. Oh, I'm not sure about heart links. Um, or a mastery link. That's a four I got. Ooh. Ooh. So does that mean I have to choose for you? Is that correct? It means, uh, it means you give me a link... But also, I get to pick either you make a move as hard as you want, or someone else gets a link? Mm, I can. Um, I choose that, actually. Oh, okay, yes. the GM. oh that's right. Yes, I have the power. So I'm going to say that as you introduce yourself, um, so you're Evan, right? You're from um, 
uh, Maple Story, correct? Yeah, he's a small farm boy that just found a dragon egg one day, and that's that's oh. his whole story. Does he have any visible re- weaponry on him at all? Um, he sometimes carries a sword. Any any kind of like sharp weapon. Evan would probably have like a little, maybe a little knife on him, just in case. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Um, when you move to introduce yourself, um, you trip a little bit and um, stumble into uh, uh, Amalia, and um, she gets a little bit intimidated by this. So um, you still have a light link, but you've kind of got off on a really awkward foot. <laughs> Because I don't think you'd be rivals. I'm not sure you'd have a mastery link. But, um, yes. Yeah, so. How about the rest of you? What have you got? Uh, I got a nine. Excellent. Brilliant. Okay. What link would you like? A light link. Nice. So you don't get your link move, though. You just get that. And um, Alexis, um, Aloy, you got a ten, didn't you? Uh, no, I got the seven. Oh, seven. Okay. All right. So you still get the link that you want. So... Whichever one you'll require. Uh, it will be a light. <laughs> I think I should have predicted that with the little bundle of joy that's <laughs> <laughs> stumbling over her words in front of you. So, Aloy, you'd like to help fix up these crates. Um, there's a number of them. There's one just down um, in front of you, not too far um, down one of the aisles. Um, and Amalia is going to um, fix up this one that's in front of her. Um, as she does so, she will be asking you lots of questions about, um, so what planets do you guys come from? Are they from, are you from far away? Um, have you traveled in space before? Yeah. What? Where have you, where have you been? Where have you gone to? Um, well, like I left Earth and then we kind of, kind of went to a few other planets and stuff. And then, but then we kind of went to other worlds and stuff, and with these guys. So, oh wow, I'm I'm pretty well traveled. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. I really hate that the planet that was like just water. That was really annoying. Hmm. Yeah. It's a little hard to breathe. Oh really? Oh, I've never been to a. I've never really seen that much water. So the whole planet was covered in water. I guess it was a planet. I, I was. It was just a world with water. Wow. I mean, it would be really good if you had some kind of fish tail or like, you know, like an octopus body. Then you could get through the water really easy. I bet that'd be great. Yeah, if you're a mermaid. Yeah, <laughs> mermaid. We didn't see any though. Oh, oh, that's a shame. What's a mermaid now? I did hear a lot of singing. Could have been. Hmm. Um, are you all helping to sort out the crates? Yeah, definitely. As you do, you see that these fruits um, inside, they're quite high-tech crates. So um, they're all a little bit refrigerated somehow. They're quite cold as you put the um, uh, fruits back inside. And the fruits themselves are quite um, hard. They're almost like an unripe banana type texture, type heaviness. So pack them in. Um Yes, okay. So, um, I think maybe the best thing to do, if you want to have, I've, I've got my own duties to see to, but, um, you could, um, oh, I don't know, you could try and see the captain, but 
Captain Locke hasn't come out of the um, bridge for days. Um, you could try and speak to um, the cook, this angel. He's in the kitchen, in the, in the mess hall. Um, yeah, you could try to speak to him. He could help you. He could say what the best job to do on the ship would be. And not the captain? Yes. Oh, you've Melovius Locke. Surely you've heard of her, right? Melovius Locke? Well, uh, as explained, we're not from here. Ah, I suppose. She's amazing. (laughs) Ah, she's great. Um, so, uh, she runs the ship. Um, she's a hero. (laughs) She led the the fleet that protected Liu Fu from the invading Henean forces. Nobody flies like her. (laughs) Um, she's retired now, but she's been running the, um, Caridwen for a couple of years now. She's amazing. She's like geeking out a little bit (laughs) over Captain Locke. Maybe a little bit crushing as well. You just said a lot of words there, and all I got was amazing. But it's true, though. She is amazing. And is there a reason why they have locked themselves up? Uh, I'm not sure. Like, she went speak to a um, a, a cabin girl? <laughs> a deckhand like me. Um, I know that when we set out, we were supposed to go in one direction, and then we ended up going in another, more dangerous direction. And the rest of the crew weren't very happy about that. Um, because of it, we lost a crew member. And then he fell overboard. And then um, everybody just left. There's only three of us left now. Wait, you can fall overboard? Well, yeah. Do you not understand how these ships work? Uh, you know, you just go off the railing and fall over. In space? Yep. That's not... I don't see the problem. Uh, well, well, maybe it's just my spaceships, but normally they're, like, super locked down. Like, you can, like, you have to go through, like, three security doors to get out, and you have to be in, like, your space spaceship suit, and, yeah. That must be... Oh, so, like, one of the places from the old ones, where everything's tightly secured and there's 20 doors I have to open. Yeah, probably. That sounds very complicated. I wonder why. Well, you have to be safe. Well, I mean, if your atmosphere generator wasn't working, and if your gravity kind of gave out, then I guess you'd need that. But, you know, the reason that Taliesin fell overboard was nobody secured his line properly. It was a shame. He was my friend. And did you say that people laughed at him or Laughed at him? him? No, they laughed. Oh. They thought that. Captain Locke had made a stupid decision by deciding to go the way that had all the asteroid fields. <laughs> I can't, no idea why. She never makes the wrong decision. She must know where we're going, right? I could go and try to talk. To, maybe they will talk to me. To the captain? Yeah. Well, you could try. As I say, she's locked herself in the bridge for, for days. I mean, um, Angel, the cook, he's tr- he's left food at her door. I think if anybody's spoken to her recently, it would probably be him. But um, I'm not sure how far she's he he's gone with her, whether he's actually spoken to her or not. Well, I've managed to get the Sun King warm up to me, so I think this won't be an issue. The Sun King? Was that a joke? Sun King? Sh- she just, like, grins to Jupiter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Sun King. 
That sounds fancy. Wow. She's going to go even though she has no clue where she's actually going. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is only like one main door that leads out of the hold. Are you guys all following? As you leave, um, Marley's going to be like, oh, okay, well, thank you for securing all the, all, all the, all the, all the um, cargo. And um, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, friends. Nice to meet you. <laughs> okay, as you head to the door um, and you look outside, it's outside the hold. It's a short corridor. Um, the emergency lights have uh, still on. So it seems like the lights overhead are, are broken um, and they line the floor. Um, off this little corridor, up straight ahead, um, there seems to be some stairs and then a hatch that leads upwards. Um, there are also some rooms going off this corridor. On the left, there is a large room that has um, several large, it's almost like portholes um, of windows that you can look through. Um, on the right, there are two other doors um, which you can examine. They have um, labels on the door, but like when you looked at those crates, at the moment, because you're not concentrating on the signs, you can't understand what it says on the doorway. They still look like alien language. So if you wanted to read them, you'd have to look at them one by one. Well, now I realize I should have probably asked for the way. <laughs> and she's going to start try to read those plates. So the door on the left that has the large windows, you can see through the windows that it looks almost like a mess hall. There are long um, bench, there are long tables along each of the walls um, with benches alongside. It seems like all of the, they, there was a meal that was laid out, but it has since fallen to the floor because of all of the um, ruckus that has been happening, the asteroid collisions. Um, and on the door, the language changes and you can see that it says mess hall. On the right, there are two doors. One of them seems to be for a bigger room. Another one is for a little, tiny, almost like a um, a bolt hole. It's a very small room. Um, the smaller room has um, sick bay written on it. And the larger room has um, cabin on it. Um, the sick bay um, has a, has a, um, a handprint uh, identifier outside. So it's almost like a lock. But the wires have been pulled out. And you can hear, if you listen very carefully, you can hear muffled noises coming from inside. Why would anyone want to have a bay of sickness on their ship? I think it's to put the sick and fix them, or...? Yeah, yeah, that's... that's it. Hello? Uh-huh. Hello? 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 Is anyone out there? No. Yes. <laughs> Evan, come on. Who who is that? Um, I'm Aloy. Uh, we're here to help. Oh, never mind. You need to get me out of here. The captain's gone crazy. Um, Where are have you? Have they? This is coming from the. This voice is coming from inside the Bay of Sickness. <laughs> the Bay of Sickness. What are you doing? Why are you wasting time? Does it look blocked? Is it locked? So it seems like the the um the door doesn't move, and the wires have been pulled out of the door, um, out of the um lock. Of the door, so Eloy knows only one way to open doors. Uh, she's gonna try and jam her spear, like if there's any crack, and try to open it. Okay, um, you're gonna need to do a move for that. Uh, what kind of move is it going to be? Um, hmm, maybe a push through stress. I was thinking of that. Yeah. Okay. Do you think? Okay. Uh, okay, you choose which type of link. 
I would say a darkling because you're trying to force your way in, I reckon. That is a seven. Ooh, okay. Pick one. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick succeed at what you're attempting. Shockingly. <laughs> okay. So with a crack, the door, the lock that was on it doesn't seem like it was very strong. And um, the door um, slides open as you force your spear inside. Um, and you can see what the Bay of, si- of Sickness has inside. Um, it's rather small. There's an um, examination table with cabinets of medicine and equipment lining the walls. Um, or some of it is like quite familiar to you. There's like bandages, medicine. Some of it is less familiar, like vials of mechanical eyes, for instance, and glowing, moving liquids. Um, <laughs> on the floor is a man tied up. His hands are tied behind his back. Um, he is a human. Um, in his mid-twenties, and he has a shaved head. Um, on his neck, he has a tattoo of a raven, which is in white, and it stands out really brightly against his dark brown skin. He, his hands are tied behind him, and he's wearing a uniform that's ripped and tattered, and he's missing his left leg. This isn't a new inju- injury, this is obviously something he's had for a while, he's just missing his prosthetic. Oh, who are- thank goodness! Oh my goodness! Um, and what are you waiting for? Untie me! Um, before I do that, why are you tied up? What? what? Who are you? You're not even crew. If you don't untie me, we're all gonna die. Oh. <laughs> so as as soon as uh, Evan hears this, he pulls out his knife and he goes, "Okay." <laughs> he goes to untie the, cut off the the rope. <sighs> well, one of you isn't a fool, and um, the guy pulls himself over the chair, over the um, examination uh, table. And he's really quite nimble. He obviously does this a lot and is rooting through all of the drawers. Where is it? Where is it? What are you looking for? (sighs) What do you think? And he he gestures at his leg. (sighs) Oh, finally. And he finds it. And he also finds something else that's unlocked, um, that it was in the cabin, one of the cabinets. Um, You have a little look at the room as well, while he's doing this. Ooh, was there anything else that I didn't tell you? I think I told you everything, but I don't And also there is a tank of eels that, because of everything has been, you can see that um, this, the whole ship has obviously been moving and been attacked by what you assume are these, this asteroid field for a while. Um, the floor is in disarray. So um, there's, everything is on, a lot of the um, medicine bottles have broken open. They're all over the floor. Um, thankfully though, this um, tank of eels there are eels, there are eels, eels that have three heads. They're desperate to get out, but luckily, this is one of the only things that hasn't broken. <laughs> and he is digging through all of the um, drawers, and he finds his prosthetic and clicks it into place. It's not like an average; it doesn't resemble his other leg. It looks more like a hook with a piston towards the top of his um, uh, his knee, towards his knee. He clicks that in. <sighs> there. Who took your leg off? Oh, years ago. That's old history. Mm, no, like, why was your leg oh, in a drawer? Oh, oh, well, the captain, of course. I, I told them that the um, that the uh, Jefferson Run was a fool. It was it was a foolish. I'm I'm the navigator, so I should know. I told her that it was a ridiculous. A, a choice to go through the through the Jefferson run. She didn't listen, so I tried to take over by force. Obviously, I didn't wasn't going to harm her. I was just going to um, uh, subdue her. 
and she knocked me up, which is great because now we've gone through two asteroid fields. We almost we're just reaching the end of the point where we can change course. Uh, we have, if by my estimate, if we don't change course within the next hour, we'll go through the last part of the Jefferson Run, and we are going to die. Well, sounds like we have to talk to the captain. Can you point us to where she might be? <sighs> well, in the bridge, obviously. There's no way I'm... Where is the bridge? Up on deck. Um, There's no way that we're going to get through, though. Maybe we could talk to Angel. He could maybe get us through. <sighs> the thing is, the original route, we have about... I'd say we have about an hour and a half before we can reach the original route. Um, It would have taken two weeks to get to um, Modron 6. And I'm guessing that she's panicking, that she thought that maybe we we weren't going to reach there in time and that too many people would die before we got there with the food. (sighs) I mean, it's a difficult decision to make, but if the ship doesn't make it, make it in one piece, everybody dies. Nobody gets any food at all. I mean, okay. (sighs) Sounds like a tough call to make. Right, okay. I think if you lead the way, I, I, I don't think I can get anywhere near the bridge without the security systems kicking in. I mean, now that I've been labelled as a mutineer, <laughs> I think they've been uh, tuned into my DNA sequence. But anybody else should be able to get close. What kind of security system do you have? Is it watchers? Rock breakers? Is it what? Rock breakers? Yeah, uh, or watchers. Watchers? Uh, no. Who are you? Where have you come from? Not here, obviously. Here we go again. <sighs> Never mind. Um, well, the usual, obviously, for um, a merchant class cruiser. You know, just regular onboard, um, a couple of droids, perhaps. I don't think anyone would be managing the gun, the, the, the cannons. So it shouldn't be, I mean... That spear of yours is, 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 is a big deal, isn't it? I think. Do you have guns? Do you have any other no. weaponry? I have a spear, that's it. <sighs> Great. I didn't bring my bow and arrows, sorry. I, I have a friend. You have a friend. I do. And he just shuts up with a wide smirk, and that's all he says. He's... I'm surrounded by idiots. Okay. Hey, hey it's idiots who freed you. <laughs> he fixes you with a really long stare. Like, this is the most humiliating thing. The fact that you guys, you idiots, have saved him. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about uh, right. Well, maybe we should just lock you up again. Before we tie you back up, where where's Angel person? Well, he'd probably be in the kitchen. But uh, I tell you what, I'm going to go to the cabin. If I go through all of my... Um, I'll find the alternative map. Um, because the only one is in um, uh, the captain's cabin. It is in the bridge. I'm, I'm assuming that um, Captain Locke has taken it with her. Um, we'll need another map. It's likely that she's locked it to the one that she has already. She's probably locked it to her um, this route. So I will go have a look at that if you'd like. I don't care what you do, because obviously you're just going to faff around and ask me stupid questions. So you can either go find Angel or you can follow me. I don't care. And he's just going to walk out. <laughs> Jupiter's just going to kind of whisper like, I think we should find uh, Angel. I don't know that I could like stand more 
with that person. Can I roll a dark link with this person? Of course you may, if you want to roll links now. Please, yes. <laughs> oh no, I rolled a four. Oh, oh I got an no. eight. You got an eight, so if you'd like a dark link, that's totally fine. Um, so as um, uh, this person, who, you didn't ask for his name, did you? No. Okay. Um, as this person leaves the navigator, he pushes you to one side rather roughly. This is a um, yeah. So he's going to do you one harm as he pushes you really hard Owie. to the side. And um, I want. I think. Hmm. I'm going to give you a light link because, or a mastery link because this is um, it's almost like. Put him pushing you out of the way is giving you a, a desire to make things right, almost. Mm -hmm. That you've clearly... He's obviously wound up and upset, and, you know, there's more of a chance. Yeah, I, I would say that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Pidge, did you want to roll a link? Uh, yep. Nine. Nine! Nice! Yes. Dark link? Yeah. Yeah, they're not really a fan of them. <laughs> okay. Navigator guy, Darkling. Navigator dude. Excellent investigation techniques, crew. I, I just wrote Navigarude. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent RPGing, Debbie. So he pushes his way um, past you and he goes into the door that's directly to the... Um, so when you come out of the sick bay, it's on the left and it is the cabin door. So it's next door to the sick bay or the bay of sickness. Um, when he does so, he leaves the door open. So it swings open and it's dark inside. Wow. As you said, I... I, I wish to make it right, so I'm going to follow them and see if I can help them. Um, when you go into the cabin, it is, um, again, it's another room that's in complete disarray, but this one seems as if it's been stripped. So a lot of the, um, there are loads, there are about, ooh, about 16 bunk beds. So, um, Amalia said there was only three crew left on the ship, which is obviously a lot less than, um, 32 people. Um, between each bunk bed is a large metal trunk, and a lot of these are open, like they've been ripped open, and, um, their contents, whatever's left of them, are strewn across the floor. Um, one bed, though, hasn't been touched at all. Um, it's directly to your, um, left as you enter, and on it are a random collection of things, um, uh, which are placed um, on this bed that is um, very neatly made. The sheets are tucked in. It looks like it hasn't been touched apart from all of these objects that are put on side on, on, on top of it. Most notably, there's a plush toy that has eight eyes um, that's threadbare and ripped. There's a small pile of diamond-shaped coins that are just labelled as credits um, and a handful of flowers that are made out of, um, that are rolled from pages torn out of a book. There's a handwritten note on top, on the top of it as well. So there's that. Um, the navigator man is rifling through one of the crates that are right towards the end. He's pulling out, um, clothes and other belongings from what you assume is his own crate. Oh, where is it? Where is it? What are you looking for? The other map, I told you. It's like a sphere. Um, it's a sphere with indentations on all around it. You really aren't from here, are you? No. We weren't lying. 
I suppose we can. We need all the help that we can get if we're going to survive this. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to look around for a sphere, I guess. Anywhere in particular you want to look, like under the beds, in the um, in the crates, or anything that looks like a box or a crate or a container. Um. So most of the crate, most of the crates are empty. Um, when, but you do notice that, um, he, as he's pulling stuff out, he, um, picks up a big pile of clothing and as he does so, um, there's a glint underneath the pile. So he's obviously not noticed that there's something underneath this pile of clothes. Can I reach it? Yeah, of course. Um, when you dig through, there is, um, uh, it is a sphere. So it is around six or seven inches in diameter. Um, and it is covered in, it's golden and it's covered in lines. Um, at various points on this are indentations. Um, hmm. um, navigator, um, is this what you're looking for? He looks up. Right. As if he's seeing, almost as if he's like seeing you properly for the first time. Oh, yes, yes, that's it. Give it, give it, give it. She throws it towards him. <gasps> oh, thank goodness. And he like twists it. Um, and there's a number of clicking noises. And as he does so, um, this hologram comes out. Um, it almost envelops you, um, of, um, different planets floating in space and stars, um, and different constellations. Oh, you're all using Old One's tech. Old One's tech? That ain't cool. I hate that. Aloy. Anywhere else. <laughs> Just thought you might want to know. Old ones, Tech. Are you saying that my maps are old-fashioned? No, it's just that they're made by the old ones. I presume. No. no. It's not no. the same world, rem- remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, now what? Do we, uh... Okay, so this, and he points out to where we are. He points out to a little, a little, um, it's kind of a little ship. It looks almost like an old fashioned galleon, um, in the middle of the map. And there are a number of dots coming past, going, um, behind it. Um, there are huge, um, areas of deadly looking asteroids that they have already passed through. Two of them. Um, and in front is one that is the largest. Um, but there's also, we are in a, okay. So we are in basically the eye of the storm. This is known as the Jefferson run, which is named after the only ship to have made it through this run of three, um, uh, asteroid fields. There is a chance that if we turn away now, we can somehow navigate around the asteroid field field and make it back to our original route which is this way and he shows you this convoluted route that goes miles out like ages out of where this run goes so from a to b where they started out where the dots originate to get to what you assume is modron six is like a straight line through this asteroid uh, asteroid field but this other one goes all the way around because you have to circumnavigate all these other planets and there's a stop off in a planet called enith which is a large planet kind of midway through the route this route was the original route we were supposed to take and it would have um it would have taken us two weeks 
this route. Wait, the, but if we turn around, doesn't that mean you have to go back through two asteroid fields instead of just going through one big one? <sighs> well, we could do that. That would be madness. Um, but, or we could try and find a way around this asteroid field. <sighs> and he points towards this really thin route that gets around the asteroid field and just about makes it through. So you just go through the edge of this field that you're about to go through. Just make it through. Um, maybe like you just skirt the asteroid field and make it to Enith. So <sighs> we'd only have to go through a tiny amount of the asteroid. But I keep saying asteroid field like 60 million times this game. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. um, asteroid field, asteroid field. We'd only have to go through it for <sighs> maybe 10 minutes. Um, maybe less if we're quick. Um, and we'd just be skirting the edge of it. And there's a it, far less deadly. Um, and we'd make it to Enith. We could have a break there. And it would take, we'd lose maybe another, it would take maybe another week. On the current, on the current course, when, if the ship made it, how long would it be? About half a day. The asteroid field itself, um, would take maybe not even that long, maybe about two hours to get through, if we're lucky. Um, and then the rest of it would be clean sailing. It would be easy. And how can we help you? Do we have to get you to the captain to see reason? Well, we could sub we could try my original plan, which was subdue the captain. No, no, no. Um, you could somehow reason with her to see whether she would, um, she would see reason. <laughs> it's funny how you reason with people and then they see reason. I mean. I wouldn't advise it, but if the thing is, Caridwen is a uh, ornery ship. If there were two of us on the controls, we'd have a much better chance of getting through. But as I say, only one ship has ever done it. It's madness. Or there are not all of the um, escape pods were used. There are three left. When the rest of the crew escaped, three of them were left behind. Well, Amalia said that the captain is very good, and you say you are very good, <laughs> so probably the two of you can do it. <sighs> well, uh, she's all right. I mean, Amalia loves her. She follows her around. I mean, I could, tr I could try. I <sighs> could we? I don't know. Hmm. I want to roll for convince somebody since oh. they seem on their head. Go for it. Oh. Wonderful. And that's ten. Whoa! Excellent! Okay. So that is convince somebody. That means you get an extra, right? On a ten, they do it until something puts them in danger. So, what would you like your friend to do? Try and, uh, um... Fly the ship. I mean, I guess I should go one by one. I, I'll, I'll convince them to try and reason with the captain. Oh, you don't want them to try the castle run? Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I presume I'd have to roll separately for that. It's quite a lot, yeah. You could find a way to word it, perhaps. I don't know. Is there a way you could word it that would make it more simple? I'm not asking that, like, facetiously. I genuinely don't know. <laughs> Just fly the ship well. <laughs> I convinced him to try. That's all we can ask for. <laughs> okay. If you can get us through the... Um, if you can get me through that door, 
if I can go through to see her, then yes, I will. I will talk to her. I will try my best. I I still think it's better to go round. Definitely, it's better to arrive late with cargo than and perhaps maybe not everybody would make it, but than not at all. We'll get through it. <sighs> okay. Maybe we should talk, try to talk to the captain first. Okay. Or talk to that angel person. Try and, you know, find out, see what he has to say, see if he can get us in, and then we talk to the captain. Hmm. Uh, sorry, are you asking this, this person? Uh, to, uh, just kind of talking to the group. Are you, are you going to go see him then, or what? Are you just going to stand and look at this uh, pretty map for the next we... 20 minutes? <laughs> yes. No. Well, we need to work out. Because that is my job. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, we, need to, uh, we need to work out where the kitchen is, right? Um, they're looking at the navigator guy. Uh, could you <sighs> uh, tell us? Fine. You've been listening to Voices at Play. Building a table for everyone. Join us in the next episode for the conclusion to this one-shot. If you've enjoyed the game we're playing, and it sounds like it might be a good fit for you, please check the links in the show notes and on our website where you can find a direct route to order a copy for yourself and get playing today. Voices at Play is completely not-for-profit, but it does incur costs. This show is brought directly to you by the generosity and support of listeners like yourself who support us on our Patreon. $1 pledges are the lifeblood that make this project work. So if you're able, please head over to patreon.com forward slash voices at and pledge to join our little community, working to make the tabletop role-playing space a more diverse, vibrant, and inclusive place for all. Until next time, we'll just keep on playing.